and let the Canadian The fuck in the back Spot drop, spot thrown on us Mark Morrow, world championship Heavyweight champion of the world I am a king of an entire nation And I can't get a microphone that works No Live, pal And we're live again hey, We're live, hey, we're live, pal I get to say it every week now because it's the Q&A, right? Is, so yeah. I don't feel like I'm making a bad joke. I'm just referring to our intro. Good intro. It's fucking jamming. Wow, it oh. just cuts. I like how week to week, we never know if it's going to fade out, just play yeah. on loop for no reason. You know, you'd cool. think if you were paying $20 a month to Zencaster for their uh, soundboard functionality that you could figure it the fuck out, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. No. I know how to make it repeat indefinitely. That's an easy button right here. But in order to fade it out, I have to delicately click on the volume bar and, and not on the actual square that says the, the audio file. And, and in order to do that, I have to be super precise and, and probably like deliberate and slow. And I'm usually none of those things. I'm usually just like, get it done, click, you know. So I fi- I fi- it's me. It's user error. I'm blaming myself for that. Of course, I probably fixed it in post, so the the listeners have no idea what I'm talking about. It, it faded no. out perfectly. It, yeah. it was a perfect fade out. Yeah. In fact, everything was used perfect, and uh, yeah, yeah pretty perfect. much. I mean, what do you you know? You guys should see how many times I've been picked up by other companies in EWR. I feel like you know, what if that was real life rules, and Tony Khan had to like give AEW away when he bought Ring of Honor, like. Things might be better right now, you know. Like, do you accept the job to become the new booker for air for Ring of Honor? Current, current uh, public image is fifty three. Nah. TV deal none. Nah. And he's like, yes, sure. And then it's like CM Punk has left AEW with Tony Khan because you get to pick like five guys to go with you. I think when you quit and form your own promotion. Yeah, I think. You, do you do you? I, I think you just get them, right? It's not even like a you can ask them, they just go, right? So if you quit and form your own, you get to pick them. If you get hired, some of them will sometimes go. It's, oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Gotcha. That game has a lot of hidden shit to it. Like, I still don't know how to intentionally make Pinky and the Brain happen. Um, I don't think, I I know think that it's there's just a every, it's every 15 or 20 games, right? Yeah, and then there has to be at least two available promotion slots and right. X many other slots People, yeah which, which is like never a, a problem on modern computers but yeah yeah god but i remember back computers. in the day when i first got that and like in order to run the fucking thing i had to like take everything that wasn't it's like i'd like wwe wcw that's it i couldn't have other shit running like i had to delete all the referees like oh yeah barely, well, like, I, things that well, the um, game would actually it's cool the game would actually generate if you didn't have enough so you could wipe almost everything you didn't need, and then it would generate exactly enough to run. But fuck, yeah. dude. I remember it used to take like 10 minutes to load the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it builds oh, the database. God. So one thing about yeah. that, um, apparently, and this this st- sticks to the current roster updates on that game, um, the thing that slows the database down the most is worker relationships. So like oh, it checking so to see if somebody many. loves somebody or hates somebody or their friends or their coworkers yeah. or their blood relatives, all yeah. these different little per- parameters. And they remove most of those in the current roster updates because mm-hmm. that's what makes the, the database take 10 minutes to generate. And it still will. If you yeah. use like the 2002 original uh, game, oh, okay. it still takes about three minutes on a modern machine 
to get right. to run through all that, which is insane. But it's built on Visual Basic. I mean, yeah, like Visual Basic six, like pre Visual .net. If anybody is a is a coder here, you know, Python replaced all of this decade ago. Yeah, and this game is from twenty one years ago, but it's a fantastic game. It really, is. Um, it's fun to do. Unlike um, his newer games, <clears throat> which are tedious and not yeah, fun. Tedious, no, not fun. Uh, let's see what happens. What's in the news? <clears throat> as, um, as oh, uh, okay. Let's look at. I'm going to go ahead and let you get your anti AEW Tony Khan rant out of the way early. Uh, just okay. like your uh, secret lover, Mister Cornette, probably is screaming. I haven't checked, but why? Why the hell would you put that match on free TV? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So here's my thought. Why not? Because a lot of people don't know who El Vikingo Hijaro Mano is. So uh, well, I don't that's, think it's a big deal. Actually, the uh, the Cornette camp is why would you put this match on without hyping it at all? Okay, I'll get that. That was actually the, the okay. it wasn't like it, it basically it's the North American audience has no idea who El Hijo del Vikingo is. No, unless you're and, a wrestling fan, you're going to be like, oh, who now? Right. If you're and a wrestling trouble. fan, as wrestling fans, we all went, oh, shit. Okay. All right. Okay. As Jim Cornette says. For the kind of people who like that kind of thing, that's the kind of thing that those kind of people like. <laughs> but in order to get anybody new interested and not somebody who's already a fan, you would have to, I don't know, promote. Like, say, if you're a promoter, yeah, you should probably promote your wrestling. Right. See, uh, I, <laughs> well, I'm kind of in the opposite. I mean, I get that. I understand that. But also, I feel like with some guys... There's no better way to introduce them to a new audience than to just bring them in and put them in a match with a big name. Yeah, and Omega true. Omega won, but mo I'd say probably 75% of the offense was Viking. Well, there's there's another probably a I haven't actually listened to Cornette's podcast this week reviewing oh. Dynamite, but I can I can guarantee you um he would say if you're going to bring this guy in and he's and it's not just for a hot shot and it this is he's not going to be a member of the AEW roster from here on out this is just a hot shot yeah but if you were trying to build him you don't fucking have him lose in his debut match like that's not Tony's go-to though Jay Lethal lost his debut match yeah. um, like it's a lot of guys lose their debut matches and it's well, like wasn't Jay okay. Lethal oh no Lethal was in before the Ring of Honor stuff huh so technically he was in right he Tony had bought Ring of Honor but hadn't signed Jay Lethal yet oh, okay gotcha um so or no what happened was Ring of Honor announced that they were like out of business and not paying people and so Tony Khan signed Jay Lethal there was like a Jay Lethal is all elite thing after yeah, he had yeah, a one off yeah. match on a rampage which was okay. the match he lost. So after gotcha. that match, they announced that he had signed, but it was before Tony had actually bought Ring of Honor. It was just after Ring of Honor announced that they were canceling everything until um, Supercard of Honor gotcha. when they announced that last year. Right, right, um, right. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a fucking mess. The whole wrestling industry is a mess right now, which I think is why the, the news... The most interesting thing to me this week, Tony, is that Goldberg is a free agent and we're talking about it as if he's not just going to retire. I feel like he's going to take one more blood money match or something. But do you think it's going to be an AEW? No. So what I would do if I was Goldberg is I would go the route of like flair and do basically like an independent match kind of thing. But like if like if he goes, I don't know, he can't go to Japan. No one in Japan is going to want to fucking see him because they like actual wrestling. But like, well, I think I think if he did like a Goldberg versus somebody Goldberg's retirement match kind of thing. 
Oh, Bret Hart. I think he could make money. Bret Hart. <laughs> Probably, yeah, actually, Bret Hart. Maybe Kevin Nash, too. We've seen Terra Squad one last time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like Bret, Bret has something to prove. Maybe he wants to go out there and kill kill Bill. Well, see, my my problem is, I guess it doesn't matter. Because, you know, if, if he did that, you know it would make money. Like, Oh, yeah, for it sure. Could, it, just go, go get, like, an I don't know, go get a promoter, some dude who's, like, you know, he can put it hey, together. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're yeah. listening to... Goldberg Who's next? Fucking with Goldberg. You know what? Fuck it. Just have Flair on there too, because he wants to wrestle again. So fucking, let's just do it. Yeah, let's just do Goldberg versus Flair, and then and and we can just have Flair die. We'll book Literally. Flair's death. Yeah. Like we have to, right? Otherwise, he's just going to keep having last matches. So yeah, we have to book Flair's fun. death. So if. <laughs> What if, and hear me out, his limousine Is this even insensitive anymore, or is everybody just going to be on board with this one? I think, I think everybody's I, just going to be on board. like, yeah, whatever. But, you yeah, know what? If, about, honestly, I'm at the point time. where if he really wants to die in the ring, okay. good. Have fun with that, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they should. You know what? Rick Rick Flair should die in the ring against oh. Mickey Rourke. That would be fantastic. Oh, he should do it of the Rustler tribute. Oh, God. Or you know what? Put him in there with Ernest Miller, who played the Ayatollah in the wrestler, who was the wrestler in the match that Mickey Rourke that jumped his final top rope against. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, Flair Goldberg's retired. We don't know. Well, he's not retired. He's no Goldberg is the new leader of the Dark Order. You heard her here first. Okay. No, I saw. I saw the perfect. Uh, they're they're gonna bring Nia in, put the t- world title on Nia Jax, and then Goldberg's gonna defeat her to win uh. the title. That's gonna well, be yeah, big. like like he beat the fiend, so he would ruin her push. Well, so, to be fair, the problem is like Nia Jax is I'm not gonna say garbage, but she's trash. Well, I think that that could be a reasonable match as long as it ends with a jackhammer and an ow my hole. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she, she wouldn't be able to take a jackhammer. No, no shot. He, he could lift her. He could lift her. He could lift her, but I don't think she's going to be able to take the move. She'll just fucking drop straight to her head. I think that's most people. I think that's why he, like, shoves them down. That's true, yeah. I, I think he holds them there for so long that the blood rushes to their head, and he's like, well, there. fuck you. <laughs> that's how the move ends. Yeah, there's not a lot really going on. What do, I mean, we have FTR's leaving probably, maybe, or maybe they're not, and they're going to tell you in a month, but not now, but they're going to leave AEW after this match if they lose it. To the, yeah, if they lose to the ass boys. Yeah. But so that that's they? a story. I don't know. As long as they don't go back to WWE, because why who cares? Ah, they need tag teams pretty fucking bad. Yeah, but every time they get a good tag team, they then take them and go, So we're gonna change you from FTR to the dollar dollar bills. And, well, or I mean, to retarded, be fair, like they that. never did change FTR or rather the revival, but they did put them in some bad segments because they just don't know how to book wrestlers like, oh, what? you mean they just win matches and they're good at wrestling? They what do they do backstage, pal? Who do they interact with? What are their, a, who are their friends? Yeah, it's all it's who almost, are their love interests. Yeah, yeah it's almost no, like who uh, cares? They're good at wrestling. Yeah, this is the World Wrestling Federation. Oh wait, no, it's not. It's no. it's. I mean, it's there's a reason. There's a reason that the Four Horsemen work so good because Ric Flair could wrestle and talk, and well, no one else needed to fucking talk. Dude, He'll the do it Brain all. Busters were booked well in '80s WWF. True. When Tolly and Arn were yeah, in '80s true. WWF, they were booked pretty fucking well. That's true. I don't up know. Until, up until Tully, you know the whole. Uh, all the cocaine thing he did that but up till then it was pretty good yeah 
Even Vince gets mad if you do all the cocaine. You have to leave him some. God. Well, yeah. And nowadays, I think Tony Khan definitely does way more than Vince. That's why the ideas are so oh, out there. Oh, he is coked out of his mo- of his tiny little mind. Florida, you know, Fucking it's easy to it. find. You know, it's. I think I think Florida when you I think when I went there, like at the airport, they're like, "Do you want like a brick? It's just it's just it's like a gun in Texas. You just get a brick." That's why he keeps Jericho around, dude. He's like, well, he did all the bike. Weeks oh, yeah, there's that, there's the that news. So what's yeah. going on? Is it a work or is it real? Is, is Punk um, coming back or is he hating? Uh, what, what's going on? Punk's working. I don't think anybody else knows that he's working except maybe Tony. I think Punk's coming back. I think he always was coming back. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is probably, probably his, he's planting the seeds of making it seem more organic and not making it seem like it was always a work. Cause mm-hmm. if it seems like it was always a work, it's just going to make the fans turn on him again, yeah. which happened. Like the fans turned on him. I don't think he expected that part. Like, I think he expected the fans to side against him, against the bucks, against Omega. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, they did. The audience is the wrestling audience is as split as just about any other audience in the world, like politics or anything else. Like you're either part of the AEW fan base or you're part of the cult of Cornette. I think that's very weird, but I also feel like that the AEW internet fan base is very toxic and childish and immature. And they clearly have not been wrestling fans for very long or long enough to even know what wrestling meant before there was a new company that called themselves wrestling. Because the way that some of those people conduct themselves on Twitter and otherwise is fucking embarrassing for the rest of us. So please cut it out. You can blame Jim Cornette all you want, but just stop behaving like a child. Like yeah, that, no, that see, shit. Really... I, I don't like I don't like Cornette, and I don't like. I mean, it's it's a funny meme thing, but like you know, I'm not going on there. And you guys are stu- like just ever let everyone do their own thing, and who care? Who gives a fuck? As yeah, long as no, it's not I mean, interfering like... with my day. You guys can Let low cornet jokes. Or whatever. I think that's really what it comes down to is it's the same issue that we're kind of having in like American culture and, and it becomes a politic argument, but like, okay, so at what point are we trying to make a joke? And at what point are, is the offended party going to take the, it was a joke. No, it was an attack because of the way it made me feel. Right. So now I'm going to attack you back for the joke that you made <laughs> in jest. Yeah. And that is a problem. Yes, um, sure. Now, you know what? I don't have a problem with Jim Cornette saying that Aubrey Edwards looks like a horse, acts like a horse, and is a horse. I don't have a problem with that. Um, if you do, email us over at TalkingSmartWrestling at gmail.com. Yeah, please, God, we need something because we're... Yeah, we're, I mean, let, let us know. I don't have a problem with that. No, I'm not saying that Aubrey Edwards looks, acts, or thinks, behaves like a horse in the ring. I'm saying that I don't mind that Jim Cornette and a vast majority of his fan base believe that Aubrey Edwards looks, thinks, and acts like a horse. I don't know. Hey. Spend your questions, comments, and serious talkingsmartwrestling.gmail.com. What, uh, so what um, else do we know? We know WrestleMania is pretty much booked. There's a couple guys we don't know. Like, Lashley's been... He just got screwed. He has nothing. Well, nothing going on right now. Actually, uh, this is a new story. So Chris Van Vliet recently interviewed our good friend Chris Masters. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be a WrestleMania match for Bobby Lashley. Maybe the return of Chris Masters against Bobby Lashley, the Master Lock versus the Hurt Lock. I I think it's a better match than Lesnar versus Omos. Well, so is fucking anything. Literally. So if it seems far fetched, which is what people are like, really, Chris Masters is not WrestleMania. No, and neither is Omos. So here we are. I mean, I can see that because so so Masters is definitely 
built up credibility again on the indies for the last several years. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Right? People don't like him. He looks good. He's not, you know, he's not on the. Sh- he's still on stuff, but not muscle building. I assume he's on. Well, yeah. Board. I mean, he got off the stuff his first run, and and that's yeah. kind of what condemned him. Like yeah. he cleaned up, and Michael's no, was like, "Oh, you, yeah. you got skinny." No, he looks good. He looks. He's kind of. If you haven't seen him lately, he's kind of like a like a McIntyre kind of size now. Like he's still big. He's not jacked though. Like, yeah. Or almost kind of like edges now where he's like, he doesn't look chiseled, like Brian cage not, anymore. He doesn't exactly, have yeah, that. He's, not that jacked, fucking, he's, he's chiseled now, I guess. He could probably lift his arms over his head. Yes, probably that. I, I don't think Brian cage can. That. I feel like yeah. this is about as far as cage think, can go. You don't even need to do a match with it. If you don't want, just plant the seed for his comeback. Just have him come out and challenge him. And then boom, there you go. Yeah. Segment. I mean, it's two nights. Have him come out night one and challenge him. Have him come out night two and do oh, the do that's the, thing. the other thing. We also now have comfort, confirmation: Sammy and KO versus the Usos. Now, I'm still convinced there's going to be some sort of J turn here. Yeah, there has to be. Um, that's the only way the audience isn't going to be upset because yeah. they can't. They're they're clearly not going Ooh. to push Sammy. They don't see Sammy yeah. in that regard, I, which is dumb. Um, like honestly, okay, don't put him over at Mania, but like. It sucks. They 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 did this with Punk and Ryback. Remember, they booked themselves yep. into a corner with Roman. You can't taking the title off him just to give it to Sammy for a month. Like normally, that's what you do. You go, hey, we'll throw this guy a bone. He's real popular. Give him the title for a couple months, make everyone happy. But when you have a champion that's approaching, um, like because apparently when they do their next Saudi show, that will be on the night of Roman Reigns' thousandth night as champion. Oh, wow. That's a that's a big deal. Like, so they're going to keep the belt on Roman is everybody's theory because they've announced that King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring will be the Saudi show. It's not going to be Crown Jewel. It's King of the Ring. So um, which is cool. I'm okay with it. If they're going to keep fucking doing the Saudi shows, make them matter a little bit. Yeah. So here's what here's my theory. Here's what I would do now. I've changed it again. Have Roman beat Cody. Oh, well, Cody's I don't care. Have Roman beat Cody. Competitive match, he can. I don't care if he cheats, whatever. On Raw after, have somebody in authority come out. Triple H, have Triple H come out, and he goes, Roman, no one can beat you. We need another fucking champion. Take the belt that he doesn't hold for a thousand days. Take the other one, just go. Take it. He never lost it. He was never pinned, so he can keep doing the heel heat with that. He's the, you know, he was, he never lost his title. It was stripped. Right. And then, Roman will go, if you can't, if no one can beat me, I'm leaving. Have him take the title. It doesn't get stripped from him, but he's gone till SummerSlam. Boom. Give him some okay. time off. Leave the belt on him. You'll still have the other belt now, who I'm assuming Cody's probably going to win it. But you can drag that out for a month or two. Fill in some of the summertime. Have him win the title over, you know, whoever you want to put him in there with. I have I have a counter theory to your theory, okay. and it and it and it goes well, off more of fantasy or, booking. Than yeah, fantasy else, booking. Obviously. Whatever. I have a counter. I have a counter a counterpoint yeah. to add to the fantasy booking. Okay. So we've heard the rumors now that Triple H is not a fan of the Universal Title. He wants to get rid of it and bring back the Big Gold. There you what go. if Triple H gives away the Big Gold as it was given away to him twenty one sure. years ago to Sami Zayn? That'd be, and then we'd have th- well, not I mean, to Cody. What if Cody and Sammy are both sitting there, and Triple H is like, "Well, one of you uh, smashed my throne uh, with a sledgehammer, oh, and God. the other one is pretty oozy." Can, can you can you imagine? So Sammy Zayn would have the perfect facial expressions for just being hailed. Oh, 
oh, he'd be so excited. Yeah, it would be great. And Cody be, would look so cool. pissed. Then, Cody could honestly, do the Vince gulp that would like move the collar of his shirt. And then that'd be perfect because then we get Sammy, Cody. They can have a program for a month or two. Those would be good matches. It'd be good stuff. And again, Roman is so just say Roman wins, but he's pissed. The Triple H invented a new title. Didn't give it to him. Roman should have been given that new world title. Right. So he goes, right. fuck y'all. I'm out. See you at SummerSlam. Peace. Yeah. Now that well, does come into question because there is the, uh, you know, 30 day defense rule, but that also doesn't matter because we make up shit as we go. So. Yeah, no, Roman was the champion during COVID yeah. and there was definitely less than there. There was there was definitely times where the title well, was not defended. I mean, defended fuck, what days. was when Moxley or when Moxley had the U.S. title, he defended it, what, like eight times in a year? <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Um, they they don't even. I don't think that rule counts. I don't think yeah. it exists. Oh, that, I would like um, that. See, I think that would make sense. I mean, I, you don't even have to like remove the other belt Roman's holding right now. Just make a new one saying, you know, whatever. We need one for the other show or something. Mm-hmm. And then Roman okay. can just leave. Third theory. Perfect. The Rock had a major heel turn in Hollywood this last few months. Oh yeah, no. Black likes Adam was like not him. popular. The people who wanted it to be, you know, a villain story got a poorly fleshed out superhero story of a guy who's not supposed to be a superhero because The Rock could never play a villain. Um, He's pissed off many of the higher ups. Actually, he's pissed off people below him by going over their heads Mm -hmm. because he's a separate production company trying to make a deal with WB behind the backs of the people who have jobs at WB to do exactly what he went over their heads to do, which was pitch a film. Um so the rock isn't so popular in Hollywood right now. No. Um, and he keeps posting about how in shape he is like a lot. Like he literally just yesterday was like, you know, one can only suck in their gut for so long before they pass out. Endurance oh is the key. Yeah. The thing that keeps my sweat equity in check is my own brand of energy drink. I'm the rock. I bought somebody a house yesterday and a truck tomorrow. You know, he's doing his rock shit. Yeah. But what do you think that he might be getting in ring shape? That might be what we're seeing. So here's the thing. I I hope so. But if he's doing that and he's trying to make a legit run, he needs to get into, like you said, ring shape. Not yeah. well, the last time we saw him in a wrestling ring. He was awful. Couldn't fucking move because he was too mm-hmm. big. Yep. Like he could not work. And honestly, if you can't have a solid match with Cena, something's wrong. Because Cena can. Mm-hmm. He, Cena is. You might hear what is going to happen next, but he's going to carry the gonna, match. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna try. He's gonna do. He's gonna put an effort. I don't know. I don't. I just don't want to see the Rock. Like I just. I've never been a big Rock guy. Like I would much. I think Cena is a much better ambassador for professional wrestling than the Rock could ever hope to be. Yeah. Because Cena never actually just fully abandons it. Like the Rock didn't talk about wrestling for like six, seven years at all. It because he was embarrassed in, to be yeah, the he's wrestling. Asked about guy. it in interviews, he's like, "Well, in my newest movie, The Tooth Fairy." I'm like oh, fucking Christ. No, he went out of his way to try and distance himself from what is considered a lowbrow form of entertainment. And at this day and age, it's now to the point where it's just considered a form of entertainment. But even 10 years ago, it was like, oh, you still watch wrestling. And I mean, people are still like that. But like there are so many things to do and watch now that I could definitely find something in your YouTube lineup that is way more embarrassing than my fandom of wrestling. So it's fine. You know, oh, you yeah. watch, oh, I, watch reviews, I watch yeah. pro wrestling. It's fine. Oh, I want. Yeah. The, the amount of shit. Well, I just watch like I don't even I watch dumb shit. Like I, I think about the stuff I watch and I go, did you really just watch another 
adult who's like five years older than you play through a game because you didn't want to learn the controls for the game. Yes, I fucking mm-hmm. did. And I yeah. don't mind because I I can sit like I've now played the game, hey man. I watch adults seven years younger than me go to every rainforest cafe in the country. Yeah, just so, dumb. You, know. like, you can't yeah, fucking shit like that. Do I watch yeah. reviews about dumb shit? Absolutely. I like to see if Linus's screwdriver is worth the price. It probably is. I kind of want one. It's confirmed. I want it's dope. One. But I'm also like, do I want a seventy dollars screwdriver? Yes, yes, I do. Oh, I do. I do. I don't have a drill. I don't. I just want a screwdriver. I need a drill. I'm gonna get a Makita drill. I buy the nicest thing I could buy if I'm gonna buy a thing. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, now you can because you can afford it a little bit. I'm back. Well, in, not back in nice. the I'm not buying a three thousand dollar camera. I'm buying one thousand dollar. Yeah, camera, but you're but, also yeah. not going to Walmart and buying a camera from Walmart. <laughs> yes, so. you're right. God, what else is happening? What else? So we got Rollins and Paul. I, I guess it doesn't matter. We have what two weeks till Mania? Yeah, Logan Paulins. So I got, all. Well, do you want to? I don't know. What do you? We're gonna have to do predictions. Do you want to do them next week? Once we. Uh, for my sure prediction know? is that Rhea Ripley is gonna get shortchanged again because she's still just involved in this Dom and Ray bullshit, and her mm-hmm. own feud is hardly important. Which I mean, her her feud. I mean, the Dom and her thing is funny. I appreciate it, but also just. We need to be done. Pull the trigger on Dom and Ray. Let them break off, do their own thing. Let Rhea do her own thing. Just kind of everybody. Uh, I think it's time to do away with Judgment Day. Uh, yep. I, the the ship sailed on that. It should have sailed on that immediately when Edge got injured or whatever. But like, I don't know, man. Like the the whole thing would have been cool with Edge leading it. Ever since then, it's been like, what is this? No, and I mean, then they did. At least we're gonna get Dom. Balor and Edge. That'll be a good Hell in a Cell. But. Yeah, see, but that, that I don't think Balor should have been the heel. Like, there's no. no part of this where they turn on Edge and this whole thing worked. No, well, it's weird because, like, I, just because Edge is, I assume they just did it because they're like, oh, Edge is a legend and everyone loves him. But no, Edge is so good at making people fucking hate him. He is and that's, so good. And that's Balor what I mean. Is, Balor is not. No, you want to root he, for him because he's a small fucking dude. The only time that he was a heel and it was somewhat effective is when he had the club behind him. Yeah, the bullet I club mean, stuff. Yeah, like when he first yeah. took over because he took over for originally, right? Or he was the original, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. In New Japan, he was the original um, like leader. leader, and then and AJ then, took it from him, right? When he uh, went to yep, and then Kenny, Kenny, and, and then, then Jay Cody, White? even for a moment. Oh, but Cody, Cody was right, unofficial, right. Um, but yes, he was there. Uh, yes, and then Jay White. Technically, I think the only original member now is Bad Luck Fale. <laughs> well, no, might as well just no. Give it to- Tonga might still be. I mean, I, I think it's at the point where we could like as much as I love it. It's kind of like getting NWO level of like, OK, w- now we just have it for the sake of having it. Oh, yeah. No, it can't go away. Like it's it's permanent now for New Japan. But that's wrestling in Japan is different. Stables and factions mean different True. things in Japan. Like there's. Like sumo stables are like a real fucking thing. Yeah. And AEW still seems hell bent on trying to tap into that. And like, I'm sorry, Kenny Omega, not every single wrestler on the roster needs an allegiance with a higher clan because that's what this is. It's clan mentality. It's ninja clan, shogun, fucking samurai, fucking feudal Japan system bullshit. This isn't how fucking American culture works. It, it isn't. 
There are some clans like the Hatfields and the McCoys. Yeah. There are not everybody has a clan. Everybody has an allegiance. Everybody's part no, of their you know, own. You club. know when the you know what no. we just saw that in '97 and it was fucking the worst. It's ass. <laughs> it's so ass. I don't need everybody to be in default stables. Like, hey, you're a tall white guy biker. Hey, you're brown. You're in the brown group. You're and you're black. Fucking, Tell me the difference between the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Inner Circle besides the way that they dress. There isn't. uh, Yeah, this one's just goofy. They were the bikers. Now they're the goofy guys. But like that's it, right? Like all it could just still be the Inner Circle, right? Like it's not. Oh, 100%. Okay. I mean, honestly, it's not just me. I think think Jericho's lost the fucking plot. He was a badass for a long time with recreating himself. And now I'm just like, what are you? Yeah, now it. like the wizard was dumb. I liked the Ring of Honor stuff he did there. That oh was yeah, good. well that was great. The Ocho like, was good, but like we're at the point now where just hey, take a couple years, go do Fozzie again, go chill. Just take a couple years to commit to one. Like this whole he, so instead of him having new gimmicks, he became a parody of himself, and his gimmick is his gimmick is he has gimmicks. Yeah, I mean it, it was so cool. Stupid. I'll give him that. My like, gimmick I is cool. I can reinvent myself tomorrow. Like, no, that's dumb. Like, okay, it was cool when he busted out the Painmaker one time. Yes. Or the Lionheart one time. That's but what when I was going like, to say. This yeah. week, I'm the Wizard. Next week, I'm the Ocho. The week after that, I'm El Champ- Le Champion. And yeah, it's like, okay. Fucking, dude, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Just be yeah. Y2J it's again. Cool. Like, if because you- I found the original copy of the list thing. Yeah. And he referred to himself as Y2J on the entire thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you ask him now, he's like, well, Y2J ended in like 03. Oh. Then there was Highlight Reel Jericho. Then there was the List Jericho. I was like, you still referred to you, yourself you as Y2J. You were Y2J the whole time. You still are. Yeah. I, you can say yeah. all you want. Like that. That's like saying, oh, we're going to start referring to Hulk Hogan as Terry now. He's Hulk Hogan. doesn't matter where he fucking is. No, we don't call him Hollywood anymore because that was just a dark time in the 90s. Yeah, that was when he, he lost his mustache and he <laughs> lost his smile. So, yes. Duh. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess mean, I guess I mean we'll, I guess it would be weird to call Shawn Michaels the heartbreak kid when he's all bald and cross eyed. <laughs> I mean, but you have to. It's required. So uh, I guess we'll wait until you, next week's show. Do you have to to predict WrestleMania? Does Cole have to? Vintage Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the icon, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Wonky Eye Michaels. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, we'll wait till next week to do our mania predictions, just because that way yeah, we'll know no, for I, sure. Which I, I don't care week. enough yet. I need to get. I need no, to well, get I, more. I'm not doing all of them. I'm just going to guess like the main matches. But I, I want another week to see where because again, we don't. I know. think it Logan sounds... Paul will beat Seth Rollins. I think. Yeah, well, that's because put... literally everybody beats Seth Rollins. <laughs> well, yeah, and he can eat the loss because yeah. he's Seth Rollins. Yeah, when you're the that's that's the so that's a big downside of being considered the best worker in the business, right? Like Shawn Michaels, Mister WrestleMania, not didn't have a good WrestleMania record no. because. He's one of those guys that like they don't have to win to be important. Well, they can look put at everyone over forever. Actual friend of the show, Dolph Ziggler. Um, like that's a, a career tainted by having a really high work rate. As yeah, far as I'm so concerned, good. Like, like yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like dude, dude is a worker uh, ten days out of the week. Like he was working us in line to meet Mick Foley. Like yeah. I bought a koozie. He's, yeah, he's trying to sell koozies for like five dollars. Like he's that guy. Yeah, dude. He's, a, he's yeah, an dude. old school wrestler. Just gonna shill anything. And as soon do. as I bought it, his whole demeanor changed. He's like, "Want me to sign it? Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Your yeah. baby's awesome. Like, yeah, like you're cool, dude. salesman. Like, okay, pure worker. One of the best. Absolutely yeah. one of the best of the last fifteen years. Oh. Definitely did not get his actual top run. No. His closest thing to that was. uh 
almost uh, like a couple years ago when it should have been me. Yeah. Um, but then that, that was a good one. Almost immediately. Almost. It was, was a couple months. Yeah. You know. And then he left and now he's what, like American Dolph Ziggler, I think? He's doing. The- I, you know, I, I'm paying way more attention to his brother right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, his brother is is playing. I think he got some advice. Um, he's talking about how he wants to he wants to make everybody all the AEW fans need to buy soap, and he's going to clean AEW up. Like he's he's calling all the fans stinky. I'm like, yes, fuck except, yes. Except you know that, that that's not gonna work because we already have a cleaner in AEW. <laughs> oh no 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 no, that's an entirely different individual. He's only the cleaner in Japan. Oh, which is why right, he had a really good match in Japan and now. why I'm still bored when he is in AEW. Well, it's because in AEW is the best bout machine. Totally different. Yeah, that's right. He was uh, the belt collector. I liked that. That was, that, that was that the was last cool. time. I like when they do belt collecting things. Yeah. Uh, everyone's theory, you know, Jeff Jarrett should be the belt collector. <laughs> no, no. Yep. I, yep. I, Orange Cassidy beat him. I, I was so scared. That my boy was going to lose to Jeff fucking goddamn Jarrett. <laughs> like, man, I'm oh. not about it. I wanted Jeff Jarrett to win nah, that one. I'm not going to lie. No. Oh, yeah, it would have been great. Nah. Ain't oh, I great? Big news, Sean. Danhausen huh. has suffered a very evil injury. Very oh, very evil. evil? Very evil. How serious? Very serious or just very uh, evil? Very evil. I don't remember. I think he's, I think it's a pretty bad. Sh- uh, I, oh, I think he ripped his pack. Same thing Cody did. Oh. So, you know, it's almost like these skinny guys. Don't have enough meat on their bones. Possible. I mean, to be fair, Danhausen, I, I, it annoys me when people bitch about guys like him because, like, he's so small. Like, it's almost there's almost no chance he's ever going to be taken seriously. So good no. on him for ta- making all of his fucking money and having fun. Good on him. But yes, yes, I agree. But I also long and yearn for the days when not everybody had to be in ring. Um, yeah. Fair. For example, when Leo Rush first showed up in WWE, he was a manager. Yeah. He can work, and he is entertaining to watch in the ring doing acrobatic shit. But I don't take him don't seriously at a foot shorter than the rest of the roster right. as a serious competitor. I don't care how quickly you can flip around me. One punch, you're on the ground yeah. in convulsions. I've been in a real fight. <laughs> and, and, and like All it takes is one punch from a person that much larger than you, and you're dead dude literally so like i can't suspend disbelief that much if i want to take this seriously as a form of simulated combat and not a form of gymnastic cooperation and there are guys like orange cassidy's one of them where it's like i can watch a couple of his matches man but to see him win and win and win and my big one is when he beat fucking Adam Cole, and that was Danhausen's debut, and Danhausen cursed Adam Cole, which made him lose the match to Orange Cat. You couldn't do that with somebody you weren't going to debut as a fucking main event yeah, world that, champion. That is fair. I think I think you and I think you got it from Cornette. You said keep keep the comedy in mid card. Don't it doesn't have to involve the don't main fucking guys. cross the wires here, man, or you're going to arc the fucking shit, and everybody's going to get shocked, and not in a good way. Yeah, like. Just no, fucking... like if you want, if you want to do interactions, I have no problem with that. It main eventers interacting with funny guys is funny, but don't cost matches and like do it in the back. Just have a skit where fucking Danhausen curses Cassidy as he, or fucking somebody as he walks by. It's, yeah, well, have so him cool. curse Brandon Cutlet, and have Cutlet try to save Adam Cole in the match with the cold spray and the cold spray doesn't spray. Uh, something, oh, anything. that's so funny. 
and then you can still take Adam Cole seriously as a fucking competitor. Like, I don't know, man. They they really fucked him up. Like, they they really fucked him up. No, and it didn't like, help. You and I were there hurt. for an undisputed era. Man, dude. they just fucked him up so yeah, bad. No, dude. I don't know how else to call it. I don't know what you would do at this point to fix it. No, it's, I, they just I mean, fucked it up. They're gonna try. Hopefully, have him win matches and shit. They should have tried. It's been two years now, so yeah. so he's been injured for one of them. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, you know, you got to go away for me to miss you. And it's crazy because so, like his debut, that was I mean, it was an overload of debuts because he was the same. That was the same night. Uh, that was a hot was. shot. It was. It, that's it, what they it, always it did. I mean, Brody Lee and Matt Hardy debuted on the same night. Tony Khan knows how to hot shot. He's like, we'll trick them into thinking this is the debut, and then we'll do another fucking Yeah, because everyone knew Cole was coming back that night. Yeah. No one knew Brian was going to be there. <laughs> no. And and uh, Ruby Soho was there that same night, too, I think. Yeah, I think, Ruby, all three. Yeah, I think she did debut, which they she's not done well for herself at all. She's finally, I think her as a heel with Soraya makes with a Soraya lot more sense. I, I think the fact that she's been having these bloody Moxley matches, I think is what's pushing her over because well it works for her uh when they did it with um fucking brit baker man i didn't see the appeal there i mean so like, here's my thing I, I i don't like that people just like bitch about like ah, why would you do this like if the, if they as performers want to have that kind of match they're it, just because they're women doesn't mean you can like the match less like no i know fair, but, but i mean like yeah, Britt you know. doesn't seem like she needs like it's like Moxley, right? He just, you expect him to believe that's what he does. Well, I mean, like, here's my question. At what, why are bum fights unethical? If both guys want to have the fight and I've got a camera and neither of them minding me filming it, why is it unethical for me to film, sell, and uh, propagate bum fights? Fair. I mean, just because it's, you know, it's icky, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, oh, it's two women literally ripping each other's flesh. I don't know if I want to see this. Like, two guys doing it. It's like, yeah, they can handle this. Two women, it's like, how are they going to feel I mean, for, like, a week after this, man? Well, I, think, like, I, I think the only thing I have with it is, like, the women, you know, we're, it's going to sound shitty, but they're good looking. Moxley, yeah. if he has scars on his head, that's good. But like oh, Britt Baker yeah, comes fine. out and she has like missing teeth and her eyes swollen shut. You're like, huh? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's not be like, let, let, let's be aware of the fact that like deathmatch wrestlers don't look like Shawn Michaels. Let's go. Yeah. In 97. If, if you don't know what a, what a lifetime of fucking garbage wrestling does, go Google Necro Butcher 2020 yeah. and you'll go, oh, dear God, he looks like a homeless man who has been stabbed repeatedly for years. Yeah. Now everyone loves and Necro Butcher. I, from what I've heard, he's a, he's a great dude. He's also, also in the, the wrestler. But also the only way to make his money was to literally have fluorescent tubes jabbed into his skull. Yeah. So that's not great, so, but I mean, like you don't, you don't make a career out of being a death match, match death match wrestler without probably developing a serious drug addiction and having yeah. serious health ailments. Yeah. Um, and like Mick Foley doesn't have a serious drug addiction. He has very serious health ailments. Um, Terry Funk has some pretty serious oh, health ailments. Poor Terry. I mean, he's he's an aged man. He made it to old age, but he did. He, he uh, did have a lot of uh, comebacks, too. So that was not yeah. good. You know, somebody like Nick Gage, I wouldn't expect to see 70, mm, you know? Yeah, maybe. But, you know. 
Nobody expected Keith Richards to make it to 70. Nobody's expecting Nikki Six to make it to 70. It it happens. Yeah, I mean, fucking. Well, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter because everyone's going to do what they want. Ozzy retired from touring for a grand total of, what, like three days before he's like, I got to do it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. But then he's. You know what? You know what happened? He said, I don't want to tour anymore. And then he stayed at home for three days straight with Sharon and went, I got to get the fuck out of here. I don't even think they live together. I think it's been. I separate for a I while. Fucking, I hate that. But at this shit. point, he might. They might have to live together. He. I don't think he's functioning on his own. No shot. I'll be honest with you. Somebody walks Ozzy from the bathroom to the bed most of the day. Yeah. Like most of the day. That's his day. What else is there? Anything else that's happening in wrestling? Oh, there's, really there's. Uh, yeah, no, no, not really. I mean, like you know, uh, Vince is definitely making decisions, and oh, I think that's sure. why we're hearing nothing. More gambling news. Uh, the uh, Indiana uh, Gambling Association officially did make a deal, um, somehow with WWE. So we'll see how that happens. Oh God. Um. You know, I'm not paying even more money to Sean Ross Sapp for early interviews with independent wrestlers, but apparently Fightful Select sat down with Alexander Hammerstone. Oh, good. You know, I, I've I've seen Hammerstone. Have, he's from here, I believe. Um, or at least he's wrestled here a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him have a really good uh, ladder match in a fucking warehouse in Peoria. Um. I don't think he'll ever make it to WWE. There's not a lot of free agents anymore. Like you don't hear about free agents out there. The independents don't really exist. We talk about all the people who are signed to every company who have no positions in those companies. And that leads me to believe, Tony, that if we were to play an EWR game as our own new company, we would not be able to do anything except try and sign away talent. I believe almost all the talent in the industry is signed up for no reason other than to sit there and stalemate the other company. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's pretty not, sad. It's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Just just uh, 10 years ago, not even. Nine years ago, 2014. Ring of Honor. Impact. Guys could actually go to both of those companies. People were talking about how great AEW is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like independent bookings have dried up since then. Yeah, I feel like you don't hear about championship wrestling from Arizona, championship wrestling from Hollywood. I mean, COVID obviously played a big part in all that too. Right. But yeah, for sure. Like, I I really don't think AEW has been good for the wrestling industry. People mm-hmm. say the more wrestling is out there, the better. And I'm like looking at the industry now, and I'm like, Vince is going to kill the industry because of AEW. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened. Vince is going to sell the company. He's turning it into a gambling association. He's turned it already into Disney on ice, mm-hmm. but now he's going to turn it into Disney on ice. You can bet on. Yeah. And we, we all lose now. Yes. So with that said, do you think, uh, do you think somebody might win this week? You know, probably not. We're being honest. Seems impossible. Weighing at 170 pounds. What a monster. The Prince. And here comes the bridesmaid. I'll tell you one thing about the wrench. When this guy goes nuts, you better fall. Chucky Ducky Quack Quack. 
<sighs> oh shit okay something just got announced actually oh right now breaking news at the super card of honor we've got uh el hero del vikingo versus commander oh that's that's i mean if you like lucha that's cool i don't i don't like lucha so All if right. they now if they had said shinsuke versus omega i would have been thrilled right I watch two men kick each other in the skull not flippy dippy bullshit so we've uh, we've read this book a bunch. And, oh yeah, uh, we don't need. A sorry review. for new listeners. I'm I'm definitely skipping ahead to a major decision point for Just us. Go back and listen to all of our old stuff because there's there's yes. a lot of it. There's a year's worth of stuff. I guess I guess well first before I skip too far ahead, we'll make one major decision. Are we staying in SmackDown or are we leaving the team with our truth? Okay, so we've done a lot with truth. What if we stay on SmackDown now again? Do some in. more. Stay in We're staying SmackDown. in SmackDown. Right. I'm just following the verbiage of this. Instead book. of going for the tag team title, we're going to stay in SmackDown. Yes. So staying in SmackDown, we shall. And this allows us to either choose if we want to go after the U.S. title or face Del Rio for the IC title. Uh, Del Rio beat us once badly. Yes. Now, the other one, he probably also beat us. Maybe just not as badly. but Just not as bad. But the third time, I believe he also beat us. Who was the, do we remember who the U.S. champ was? No, I don't. Because I think the U.S. title, don't we get into that tournament where Punk betrays us and then murders us? Um, we end up... Because I remember Punk put us in the Anaconda Vice in like two seconds and we died. Well, I think... Yeah, so taking the U.S. title gives us the choice of The Undertaker immediately, which we died on, we die. or the three specialty matches in which Punk then helps us. Uh, and we did lose to Punk, but maybe if we didn't choose Matt Wrestling, we would have won. Who knows? Yes. Um, well, let's do the Del Rio path this time. I don't think we've gone down yeah. that path yet. I think it's a un- untrue. Well, we, we have, I think. In fact, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But you faced Del Rio twice before, and once you lost badly, yeah. taking him down might be tough. So yeah, this was before the decision, so I don't know if we have gone there. So we're going to go Yeah, there. let's go Del Rio. Now is your chance to face Alberto Del Rio. The raw crowd boos as Alberto Del Rio walks into the arena in the gold trunks and white, white scarf he always wears. When the announcer calls your name, you expect to hear a lot of cheers. But the crowd is but the crowd is down on you too. Mm. Where's the title? Where's the title? Oh, wow, I didn't know. <laughs> Del Rio is too busy grinning and waving at the crowd and doesn't even acknowledge you when you enter. He's about two inches taller than you. And for a second you wonder if you're going to be able to take him down. So now we know how tall the wrench is. How tall is Alberto Del Rio, Tony? Can you look that up for me real quick? Yeah. Because <laughs> if he's two inches taller than us, then we know our height and our weight. Alberto Del Rio. Oh my god. He is six foot five. Oh wow. So we're six three, a hundred and seventy pounds. We are <laughs> we are very skinny. We are yeah, Jesus Christ. We're extraordinarily skinny. Yeah. We Christ. are we are very skinny individual. We have no business in the wrestling ring. No, 
No, God. The winner of this contest will advance to the WWE Night of Champions for an Intercontinental Championship match against Dolph Ziggler. The crowd proclaim the announcer proclaims and the crowd goes wild. Hmm. Ding ding ding. When the bell rings, Del Rio is still busy flashing his blinding white smile at the crowd. Wow. You run up to him and clothesline him in the chest with your right arm, sending him back to the corner. Now you've got his attention. And he's fighting mad. He charges toward you like an angry bull and grabs you around the chest so he can perform a punishing suplex. But you twist out of his grasp, delivering a sidekick to his chin as you jump away. Wait, he, he went to grab us by the like the chest, so he's going to do a belly-to-belly -belly or an overhead belly-to-belly? -belly? He a doesn't do either of those moves. But a punishing okay. suplex. Ah, the very rare punishing suplex. Okay, yes. understood. Yeah, my bad. Del Rio staggers back, stunned by the blow. You kick him again, this time in the chest and he falls backward on the mat. You quickly apply a figure four leg lock, hoping he'll just submit like Cody Rhodes did in your last match. Did we, but did Del Rio kicks we, his way out of the hold. submit Cody Rhodes to the figure four? In our very first match, I believe we submitted Cody. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but all yeah. right. Sounds like Cody at this time, yeah. Um, you quickly apply a figure four leg lock, hoping he'll submit just like Cody Rhodes did in your last match, but Del Rio kicks out of the hold, sending you sprawling back. You jump to your feet, and the two of you exchange blows. This match is an even contest for a while, until Del Rio manages to get his hands around your neck. It's time for the Rio Grande, he announces with a big smile. Like, why would you say that? Is yeah, he John Cena? Is he telling you? I don't know. He's like, all right, kid. Before you can react, he swings his legs up around you, and you both go crashing to the mat. Then he twists his legs around your neck, pinning you down. You know the move, and Del Rio is a master of it. I mean, you'd, you'd hope it's his finisher. Yeah, you think he... No matter how hard you struggle, you can't break out of the hold. With your last ounce of strength, you tap the mat. He jumps to his feet and sneers down at you. Better luck next time, bridesmaid. You can't believe you just lost. There goes your shot at the Intercontinental Championship. Why do Go we Go to suck? page 13. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done. This isn't the end. It's interesting. Oh, okay. It might end over here. Maybe there just wasn't enough room to end. You decide that proving to everyone you can beat Alberto Del Rio is more important than winning a championship. Backstage, you ask him for another shot. You had your chance, he says, brushing past you. You're just not worthy of facing a superior athlete like me. This superstar's attitude really gets to you. At the end of SmackDown, Kofi Kingston calls out Del Rio for a match the following week, and Del Rio accepts. You know what you need to do. The next week, you wait backstage and make your move. Halfway through the match, Del Rio knocks out Kofi with a powerful suplex, as opposed to the punishing one. Two different yeah, suplexes. Yeah, totally different suplexes, yeah. Then he backs up against the ropes so you can catapult off them and finish off Kofi for good. That's when you rush up behind Del Rio and drags him underneath the ropes by his ankles. After he crashes to the floor, you hit him on the back with a chair and run away. Kofi comes to and drags Del Rio back into the ring, pinning him for the win. Now Kofi Kingston is the number one contender for the IC Championship, and he owes it to you. Maybe he'll give you a shot at the wait, contender's club. Wait, hold on. I thought, hold on, I'm confused. Wasn't Del Rio IC champion? Yes. I so know. we're facing... No, the no, no. At Ziggler was IC champion. Oh, okay. I was like, so oh, okay, okay. We're, we were facing the number one contender. Uh, okay. And I guess I guess this is also another go to page. Oh, maybe he'll give you a shot at the contender slot. Okay, so we're going to page 81 now. This is getting out of control. Yeah, this is wild. You've got your eyes on the Intercontinental Championship. Near the end of SmackDown, you race into the ring and grab the mic from the announcer. 
Kofi Kingston, the only reason you're in line to face Dolph Ziggler is because I helped you beat Alberto Del Rio, you say, calling him out. I deserve one more shot, and you owe it to me. Kofi enters the arena, his dreadlocks pulled back with a white headband. I didn't need your help to beat Del Rio, he calls out to you. But if you want a title shot, let's do it. If that's what it'll take to get you to shut up, but you're stunned. Not, but it's not a title shot. It's not a title shot. <laughs> the title shot! It's okay. not. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you next week on SmackDown, you promise. The crowd goes wild. Backstage. Superstar David Hart Smith is shaking his head. What a, that super, was a cra- superstar. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. That was a crazy move, he tells you. That was a crazy move. I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna do David Hart Smith. Uh, Kofi's a monster in the ring. You're gonna get pummeled. No risk, no reward, you say confidently. But inside you're starting to doubt yourself. Kofi's mix of high flying agility and strength is tough to beat. During the week before the match, you train hard. You also read the wrestling blogs every night, and every expert says you're going to lose. By the time the match rolls around, your confidence level is at an all-time low. The crowd is pumped when you enter the ring, but they go absolutely nuts when Kofi bursts into the arena in a blaze of green and yellow light. Kofi Kingston. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know it was this version yet. Yeah. He races into the ring and slams you before the bell rings. Slam! He hits you hard with a jump kick that sends you flying over the top rope. He then climbs the rope and covers you with a frog splash as you're lying on the floor groaning. Wait. Okay, so he just jumps out of the ring. Okay. The Jamaican sensation totally dominates the match. It's embarrassing. He mercifully finishes you off with his finishing move, Trouble in Paradise. He jumps up like Bruce Lee and spins around, aiming a powerful kick at your chin. You're out like a light. When you wake up, the announcer is naming Kofi the winner. It looks like the Intercontinental Champion... Ship is a, well, that's a weird place for a dash. It looks like the Intercontinental Championship is one title you're not destined to win. The end. We're not so destined we to win any title because we can't ever win any title. Well, and here's my problem with that is that we didn't get to make a decision for three page turns. Yeah. So I followed an, an end path for three paths. Yeah. It's like, go to page 13, go to page 81. I didn't get to make another decision after we decided to face Del Rio. Everything from that point on just happened to us. Yeah. So I read all of that just because we chose to face Del Rio. I feel like this book's cursed and there's just oh, no there's winning. one path to win. Apparently, we're going to win Something. the world title from Randy Orton, I think. Maybe. Is the I only way to do it. Yeah. I don't know. We're running. We've, we've officially pretty much ran out of things. I think there's one way to do it. It's either we don't, it's either we change the move we use against Punk or we do a different thing when we're facing Randy Orton. And yeah. those two might both make us champion. Yeah, because the tag titles, uh, we never could win, right? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we followed our truth to the end there. and We just, we couldn't win. Both times we ended up betraying him. One time to, to team with Skip Sheffield and another time because he got more cheers than us. Right, yeah. But neither time was because... We won. No, <laughs> no. Well, uh, and we don't. you know we do practice at the gym, which is a weird thing for. We do that. Do. That's true. Yeah, we do that. It's probably why we're not any good. Probably because instead of like going out to the bar, we're practicing at the gym. Let's practice some moves, bro. All right. Well, that was the that was my book. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make us to do another book. Um, no, I think we. I think to. we're no. I think we're at about the. We're, we're about here. that time about that time yeah because uh, i don't want to read so <laughs> yeah no reading is a 
I mean, that's that's come on, man. That's we're adults, and I'm hungry, that. so ah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Sean, if I want to, you know, if I wanted to, like, I don't know, find us on the internet, is, is there a way to do that? Like, uh, talkingspark.com. Oh, would shit. probably be the quickest okay. and easiest way to get there. Okay, I mean. I mean, what, you so know, what that, that is if you were trying to get a hold of us on Facebook or YouTube or get to our, our, uh, our, Twitter, our Twitter or even find the uh, the original podcast feed through. It's no longer called Anchor. It's called uh, Spotify for podcasts. So I should probably update the link tree to actually have the right name on the link. It's ah, called Anchor. I think still it yeah, doesn't blah, matter. Blah, blah, blah. That's where the actual RSS for the podcast is. Um, for you audio only listeners, I believe we might be making the full jump to video here very soon. We've got some tricks up our sleeve. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I'm going to be updating all the audio descriptions in the, uh, RSS feed to be honest and truthful and that not all of these episodes are available on YouTube. In fact, most of them aren't, but clips will start being published to YouTube and then eventually perhaps full episodes. So stay tuned for that mm-hmm. big things coming. Yay. Oh, yeah. Everyone's Yay. favorite thing to hear from their friend in a local band. Yes. Big things coming. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that said. Uh, this is Joey Styles, and you're listening to Talking Smark. Anything else? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. All right.